Good morning, good evening, or maybe it's your good afternoon. Hi, my name is Vivian Aqua, and I am the host of Let's Humanize the Workplace. I even have to think because I've done Amplify the AI for a long time. But today we are going to have a conversation with amazing queens uh, from all over the world. So I have uh, Claire from Switzerland, I guess, and Lisa. Help me where you're from, right? You... I um I am originally from Barbados and currently mm -hmm. in Jersey. Currently in Jersey, and yes. I think that Christina is somewhere in the middle, right? Yes, I'm in Montgomery, Alabama. Yes, oh, nice. yes. You see, I, I I remembered something. So we are going to have a conversation about self care. The reason mm -hmm. why I'm bringing this topic up has to do with the fact that um. People have been hitting me up, asking me, what are you doing for self-care? How are you staying sane? How are you keeping this up? What are you doing? Yada, yada, yada. And instead of answering everybody, giving everybody the same questions, why not share and share the stage also with amazing queens as well? So um, I noticed that I haven't introduced them. So let me introduce them properly. Um, first start with Christina Garrett, who is a productivity coach for ambitious women in leadership who are balancing both family and career aspirations. Lisa Hurley is an uh, anti-racism activist, writer, podcaster. She's also the co-host of the Introvert Sisters podcast and has been quoted in Forbes magazine. Definitely check her out as well. And Claire Morgande. Claire is a TEDx speaker. She's the founder and host of the Narrative Purpose podcast, whose goal is to amplify social impact. And Claire holds a PhD in biology and has over 10 years of experience in healthcare industry. She is all about advancing women in this sector. So welcome, ladies. I am so excited of doing this. And I noticed that Gabe is watching. So Gabe, hi. Thank you for watching as well. Really looking forward to this conversation as well. And since we are bringing this up, I am curious about what you think we need when it comes to humanizing the workplace. Let's start with Christina. Oh, wow. Well, I think that it's so vital that we consider those in the workplace as people and not just as those who are um, receiving a task to be accomplished, you know, mm. especially when the pandemic hit. Yeah. My phone went crazy because now all of a sudden we have our children with us and we have uh, everyone's working at the dining room table together yeah. or we're stuck at home. And then we remember that we're not just the embodiment of who we come to the office as, but more mm. than that, we are humans with families and passions and needs. And so because we are that way, I think that one step towards humanizing the workplace is identifying your employees as whole people, you yeah. know, with hearts and loved ones and, and needs, you know, that we grieve and we celebrate and we're not just who we come to the water cooler as we're so much. I, I, I love that. And a fun fact today, um, I've been noticing this for a while now that my partner and I, we have been working from home and realizing that if I would have worked with my partner in the same space or in his team, we would not have been collaborating because the way wow. that I work, I need my music. I need some soul, <laughs> some R&B, some hip hop, and he's totally punk rock, everything that, but also... He likes his silenceness. So when I come in the, he works in the living room. When I come in the living room, it's just like, I have to be very silent. And I told him like, I don't like you as a colleague. I want my partner back. I don't like you at all. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So Lisa, what's your take on humanizing the workplace? Well, I think that, I mean, why, why we need to humanize it is because work is such a huge part all our lives, right? Mm -hmm. We spend our lives, you know, at work, looking for work, thinking about work, stressing about work, commuting mm -hmm. to and from work, uh, sharing workspaces. And it's easy to get lost in sort of corporate process and bottom line productivity. Mm -hmm. um, and, but, but that's why there's so much burnout, right? Mm -hmm. That's part of the yeah. reason why the great resignation is happening right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Around the globe, we've all collectively said, nope. Mm -hmm. 
mm. right? Uh, we are we are people. Uh, we are full human beings, um, and you know we we require more. And yeah. if, if companies are going to uh, sort of talk about having healthier workplaces, happier office cultures, improving morale, then that that needs to start with humanizing the workplace, right? I, uh, there I is totally no workplace without people. So yeah. humanizing the workplace really yes. is actually like a business critical necessity. Especially you mentioned two things. One thing has to do with the great resignation where mm -hmm. a lot of people are also taking this time working from home, reflect, is this where I want to be? Mm -hmm. How mm -hmm. am I being treated? Yeah. What yeah, steps it. have the company yes. made to advance me? What step has the company made to support me? Are, are you seeing what kind of questions I'm asking? Because these mm -hmm. are the questions that people mm -hmm. take the time. Normally, the reflection happens within at the end of the year. Then you go over what have I done? Where do I want to be? But now that people are working from home, instead of commuting, they now have space to think mm -hmm. about, is this really mm -hmm. worth it? Is it really worth to that's work. the question. Yes. Is it work <laughs> a long time and getting nothing back? Mm. Because now, now companies are going to the phase where remember the war for talent, which is worse right now. Mm. Right. I'm just, I'm just leaving that there. And also mm -hmm. the second thing is um, the human factor. We are not numbers. We are people. Start yeah. treating us like that. And also the, the thing is now you have so many platforms where people leave reviews. Just yeah. mentioning that. Just mentioning that. Just, so just drop that one right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Please Michael be advised. Is, Michael, we Michael are, is we are joining the conversation as well. So he says, <laughs> do you know where you're going to? Yes. And do you like? Ooh. This is this is who is this? this is Diana Ross, right? Yes. This is Diana <laughs> Ross, yes. I yeah. aced it. <laughs> Thank you. He's saying Lisa represented the Caribbean always. Thank you. So Claire, what yes. what is your take on this? My take really is that it's a no-brainer. We shouldn't even mm. be wondering why we need to humanize because yeah. you know, organizations, company, whatever you want to call them, they're made of people. And the people yeah. are driving the companies. The people are, are making the companies work. So it, for me, it's a no-brainer. We shouldn't be asking ourselves why we need to humanize. It's, it's just, it's really the essence. I mean, to go back to that. And yeah. if anything, COVID has taught all of us because we were all confronted to the same thing at the same time is, as you were saying, we are face-to-face -face with ourselves and we're reflecting, is this what I want? Is this what I need? Is this what, you know, I want to give my family, my children? So all these mm -hmm. questions are coming up and it's kind of accelerating and enforcing us as people because, you know, we are the ones also making up the organization. So for me, it's a no-brainer. It has to be a human-centric place, the workplace, because as you say, Lisa, it's, it's where we spend most of our time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And also yeah. realizing there was a time where, and I recently saw that um, somebody in England, an old guy who was working for the same company for 75 years. Oh, oh wow. Those days are over. I yeah. mean, the fact that, you know, people are working there for five years or longer. That's the new golden age right there. So mm -hmm. if you want to provide a space where people can thrive and be themselves, but also stay longer because the return on investment for a new hire, it, it takes at least one and a half years for them to come accustomed to the procedures, but also to own their own job, right? And if they leave before that one and a half years, that means that you have to invest again and invest mm -hmm. again and invest again and you're throwing money away. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, coming back to Lisa, what is the valuable lesson that you have learned about self-care during this pandemic? And if you could do, share two tips. Yeah, um, I would say that self-care is not, not self-indulgence. Mm -hmm. I think pre pre-pandemic i think mm. we many of us had it framed that you know okay i'll, I'll work, work is is primary and i'll carve i'll carve out some time for myself 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe in a week or two, maybe in a month or two, maybe at the end of the year, I'll do something yeah. really nice for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe I can't take all my PTO, but I'll, I'll grab myself one or two days. And what the pandemic taught me is that PTO is now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Self-care is now, right? Um, caring, caring for yourself has to be constant and ongoing if you are to be at your best, right? And yeah. it's not, like I said, it's not an indulgence. Uh, it is not optional. It is a must-have, yeah. right? And, yeah. that, um, and also comfort as a subset of self-care comfort is super important as well, right? Um, we have, whether it is comfortable environments, which you kind of alluded to earlier on, right? Comfortable environments, comfortable clothing, just just making comfort primary has, has been really important to me. Yeah, it, it's, it's so funny that you are sharing the part of the comfort, especially mm-hmm. the clothing part, because now in the Netherlands from time to time, I'm being invited to events and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm stressing off clothes, what to wear, <laughs> what to do, when it's just simple, right? You only have to wear a good proper top. That's it, when you're That's sitting it. behind that. So yeah, um, being comfortable and especially being comfortable while working from home, that's mm-hmm. something that I never thought that would be such a dream to do. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you, I think I didn't answer the question completely. You also asked mm-hmm. me for two tips, right? Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. So, um, all right. <laughs> First is meditation. Mm. And I have checked out, I've checked out a couple of meditation apps. Mm. Um, if, you know, if you're an app person that can help sort of structure your meditation time. But yes, yeah, scheduling meditation or just some quiet time in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also I do affirmations. I do them for myself in my own journal. I also post them on, on TikTok, just something to affirm who you are as a human being, what you're focused Mm. on, that you are good, that you are worthy, that you are more Mm. than just your job, that Mm. your job is not your, the totality of your identity. So affirmations that take you beyond work and focus on, on yourself and I have, I have, I have one more tip about self-care, which is just generally, um, don't attend every argument that you're invited to. Mm. <laughs> okay, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just sometimes you have to draw that boundary and re- remove yourself. Recuse exactly. Yourself <laughs> exactly. I love that. Thank you, Lisa. And you're Claire. Welcome. I think I, I join uh, Lisa on the meditation part. And mm-hmm. it can also be the, the way I, I like to say is that it doesn't have to be, you know, very serious in the sense that, oh, I need to have this environment to meditate and I need to do it like this regularly. Obviously, you you will have to, to get to that point at some, you know, once you get used to it. But the most important thing is be, be with yourself, I think. Mm. is really that's part of the meditation. Mm. Take the time to just be, go for a walk. I don't know. Yeah. Take the time to prepare your breakfast and have half an hour eating your breakfast, for instance. You know, these are small things that um, I think anyone can do and really help to just get grounded again, you know, and make sure that you're ready to, you know, to take on whatever comes during the day. So that, yeah. that's one thing I have to say. I, I really agree with you. And I have to say it's quite difficult to do at some point when you're always it at is. home. <laughs> because you need to carve out that time for you when you're at home it feels like there's so many other things you need to take care of but uh, self-care is also saying that you know I can do it all and it's also you know as you're saying come back to affirmation is is looking back and say oh this is what I did today and I'm happy about that tomorrow is another day I'll start again so really also making sure that whatever you have achieved is something you have achieved even though your to-do list is probably 10 pages (laughs) but at least check that one thing off and you know congratulate yourself for that and and just you know move on you know it's it's just there's always something to do we always want to do more Mm -hmm. but self-care is also about taking a break Mm -hmm. and observing and saying okay what do I have now Right. Exactly. What I have to add on to that is um, sometimes people can say that they don't have the time to do self-care. But if you would track 
how much time you spend on your phone. Yes, you. We all we all do that. Yeah, I feel yes, called you. out. I feel a little I called out. Tea. I feel <laughs> if you track that and see what you can exchange just for 15 minutes. So the way that I um, schedule, right? I, I try my best. The way that I schedule is before I do anything else in the morning. Because in the morning, my brain isn't active before having my green tea in the morning and that mm -hmm. takes a while to to set my green tea or for for some of you it may be coffee before your brain even can think <laughs> schedule that me time do your meditation set the tone for the day so that you can start your day with the intention of doing better that's mm -hmm. how i do it or before going to bed carve mm -hmm. out 10 minutes mm -hmm. put your phone away mm -hmm. do something else write something down, be grateful mm -hmm. for something, be grateful for the three things that you experience, the good things that mm -hmm. you experience, the valuable lessons that you learn, but also um, stand still on what you're doing today that maybe last year you were scared to do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the little things that I feel like we are missing out and we are always, at least I am always looking for the new thing whilst if I take the time to reflect and if I see how I started this show, for instance, Michael knows because he's been part of it, part of the beginning from day one. But uh, how I started this show, feeling scared about my English, the pronunciation, and also just feeling scared about doing this, not knowing if it will resonate. And now I am supposed to be celebrating two years of doing wow. this. And it has been well done. Yes, in a journey. In a journey. So, a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, and I'm, I'm I think the, the mic on to you, uh, Christina. Oh wow! Well, I have learned during the pandemic mm -hmm. um, that self care is not optional, mm. um, and that I don't have to feel guilty about taking it. Yeah. You know, prior to uh, the pandemic, I don't think I really felt bad. You know. I'm a mom of five, so, and my kids are homeschooled, so they're with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I have had to, prior, even to the pandemic, learn to master the art of carving out the quiet, the calm, mm -hmm. reorganizing my entire family. Hiding in the bathroom. I know you do that. No, I don't hide in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's part of the reorganization process. Yeah, true. You don't hide. I'm yeah. gonna eat the snack in front of your face and you won't ask it, it's mine, you know. <laughs> it belongs to mom, it belongs to dad. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to feel bad about claiming mm -hmm. things that are ours, you know, because they can't yeah. pay no rent. So that yeah. being said, um, I've really seen okay, two tips for self-care. And this my focus is women who are carrying a lot on their plate, especially yeah. when they're trying to build businesses or facilitate in the workplace, and they got these the family that is a whole extra you know load on the plate and so one thing that i really believe in is communicating your needs mm -hmm. um but not just saying it but it has to be in a way that your loved ones can receive and respond to yeah. and so that means that we are creating the chore chart we are you know helping our husbands or significant others or partners to uh, understand what we need and so we're communicating it in a way in a method and at a time that they can really respond to exactly what we need. Yeah. Another tip for self-care is to accept help. Mm -hmm. I, yes. With, That's a big one. You're yes. saying something, accept yes. help, but do we ask? You have to ask first. Women of color, yes. we love the mantle of being a superhero. Yeah. It's good, it looks good, it makes me glow. And then on the inside, we are crumbling, and it's mm. and, and nobody wants to take the take the cape away. Just just take the cape away. away. So I found that by communicating the needs and then yeah. delegating, you know, mm -hmm. delegating the tasks, whether that's chores, even your toddler can pick up stuff. You know, if they can swipe up, they can clean up. And if, and if everybody <laughs> I <else> love that. <laughs> If everyone else in the house is cleaning, you have plenty of time for self-care. Exactly. You have time to go work on that business idea or get caught up on your work yeah. or all these other things. You have time for this stuff because you have passed the mantle. You've delegated to other people 
you know, things that are on the list that normally you would be completely enamored with. And yeah. so we, you know, when we pass things on and communicate in a healthy way, I found I had plenty of time. I take a nap, long showers, I go to yeah. y'all clean the house. It should be done when I get back. you have to set expectations right (laughs) no but it's it's amazing that you are um i've seen christina on on sometimes i am snooping on instagram and i see the way christina is sharing her reels but also the things she's sharing it's so inspiring especially for uh the parents that are dealing with you know this whole challenge knowing that a lot of women left the workplace yeah. because they they felt the sometimes they felt the need to take upon all this workload but also realizing that there are parents out there there are single parents yeah. that have to do a lot so what i would ask um of everybody who's watching or listening to this episode check in with your friend mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. in with your friend <laughs> if you need to babysit their children which I offered to a few friends of mine even though I'm busy I don't like it when they are sharing I'm so tired I'm so tired I'm so tired so what I offered to them was is to babysit their kids right that's an easy way my son is here he likes kids anyhow so let's babysit they will owe me of course afterwards that's something that i will share with them afterwards but if i if i how many accepted two okay okay two just wondering you know they accepted it because i um i can be very persuasive and convincing we believe and i'm telling them like after if you are not taking this or you're not saying yes to this, don't come and complain mm-hmm. saying that you are tired. Mm-hmm. That's the tough love that's that I true. have. That's true, so They know that I mean business when, when I'm saying that. Also, because I know that this period, the winter period, especially for women of color, and that's why I wanted to address this as well, or people with melanin, let's, let's keep it real. Mm. We need the sun. And since we are in winter period in Europe, but also in the U.S. and elsewhere, right, the whole world is in a winter period right now, we need the sun. So take care of your vitamin D, take care Mm -hmm. of your energy, take care of who you are surrounding yourself with, right? Mm -hmm. If you are engaging in, in conversations, just like Lisa said, that are draining you, think about who you have in your circle. And do you need to answer everything? Do you need to say everything or do you need to be there all the time because eventually you turn off the tv how come you are not turning Mm -hmm. off yourself right Mm -hmm. animals do that they do animals do that so i see a few comments and let me highlight a few so raquel is sharing the big question of 2021 what do i want Mm -hmm. just dropping it there and somebody's sharing bring it on lisa and (laughs) michael is sharing here since day one thanks michael and um what would you say to leaders and i will address this with claire what can leaders do to activate a culture of self-care in the workplace because i personally feel like we are past that you know meditation is just for people that are a little bit you know (laughs) up the uppity or there what would you tell leaders? I think if I were to give an advice is lead by example, you know, because mm. we, we are social beings and yeah. just think about even, you know, when you grow up, how do you learn things? You know, you watch people around you, you, you know, you see how, how people around you function, what they do, what they say. And we, we kind of, you know, mimic that and copy that. That's how we function. And it's the same, you know, the workplace is basically like a mirror of of society Mm. at large in a more fixed environment, right? So whatever happens in the workplace is basically a reproduction of what's happening elsewhere around in society. So be the example, you know, if if you're on holiday, don't answer to your emails. So people will know that they have the right to go to holiday and not answer to to their emails. So leading by example and really showing that um, it is important that people are are well, the well-being of the people, because only then you can also perform well. Yeah. And, and having those breaks and having, you know, that 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 um, 
opportunity to think of different things, to maybe collaborate with other people, just to be more creative as well. I think for me, really what is key is, you know, be, be the example you want to set. And, and that's the way you, you, you show the way as a leader. And for me, it's, yeah, that's, that's what I would, I would suggest. I love what you shared. And it, it reminds me of the fact that I recently saw a vacancy and sometimes I'm scanning vacancies to see if they're using inclusive language or if the benefits are inclusive or so many other things, just giving that as a tip out there. Um, and I noticed that this company is sharing on Mondays or on Fridays, no meetings. We have a meeting-free zone day, and there are no meetings, which for me is a is a breathtaking. Why? Because sometimes I speak to clients, or I'm I am invited in a conversation, or joining a meeting, and I'm seeing people rushing from the other meeting to the other meeting, and not blocking any de-stress time. What I tell them before we do anything, because I know that their energy sometimes may be all up here and I want to start the conversation with, you know, if your energy is um, is seven or eight buff, that's totally fine. But when you're starting with a, a low energy in my session, so what mm -hmm. we'll do is we'll do a zebra shake. Everybody can stand shake everything off and just for one minute i want you to shake all the stress from the previous meeting shake all the stress from any meeting that you have so that at least you can start my session with freshness mm -hmm. with attentiveness mm -hmm. but also we need those pause moments in between meetings and ideally a meeting that is planned for one hour it should be 40 minutes or 45 minutes mm -hmm. top that's mm -hmm. it you're giving people the space to go to the to the to the to the little room. You're giving them space to just grab some tea or some coffee or just walk around and get that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Christina. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I have found that there's been a in, an increase in programs that support employees. Mm -hmm. um, I have personally been a part of several initiatives for uh, for women in the workplace to mm -hmm. help them create a better sense of balance. You yeah. know, some of us, we, we do want to run away from everything, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, take a deep breath, de-stress, and then I'll pray about when I'm coming back. You know, I'm not sure yeah. yet. Let me, I need a weekend. Um, so, you know, I've been a part of several initiatives that help to, you know, encourage balance, amplify productivity. Um, I have friends that, you know, are doing leadership seminars and things, but it's also surrounding, uh, you know, do you need coaching support? Do you need yeah. help? Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard about people bringing yoga instructors in yeah. to Wusa, you know, the workplace, even from home. You know, here, these are some uh, amenities that we're giving you because you're a, a part of this workspace. Yeah. And I think that that helps to increase employee retention and diversity as well, because if if anybody was leaving the, the job to come home and take care of home, who is it going to be? It's going to be the woman. Like, men, they're going to stay right where they are. We love the men, but they're going to stay in the workspace, right? And mom is going to be at the table making sure the yeah. kids are in virtual school. Yeah. And so I found across the board that having um, a deeper understanding of the needs of your employees, as well mm -hmm. as helping them to create their own atmosphere of productivity, you know, mm -hmm. that you need to feel relaxed. Do you need a yeah. gym membership? Mm -hmm. Do you need a coach that works with you? Do you need mm -hmm. somebody to, you know, a, a ther therapy or counseling or things to help you navigate a, a really challenging time in our world? Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's really unheard of to even think that we would be in this space. And so yeah. I applaud the employers that stepped up to the plate mm -hmm. quickly and said, can we add in certain amenities for our employees to help create a more self-care conducive culture? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I really like the fact that um, a lot of companies and I will name, I think it was Spotify that was providing some flexibility, but also providing uh, a budget for people to hmm. take care of their workspace, right? Because if your workspace doesn't have, you know, if you don't have a proper chair or you don't have a proper uh, table or desk to put everything on, it stresses you. It stresses you, periodly, period. So we need to be taking care of that, but also realizing that 
a lot of company have benefit, but sometimes people don't realize that it's there. So please remind your people mm -hmm. that what they can do, if there are any PTO days that they can take, Remind them if there are any free coaching sessions or coaching sessions that are paid by the company, remind them of that so that mm -hmm. they can use, you know, use that budget and save money for themselves as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They may not even yeah. know it's there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Lisa. Um, I echo everything that, that, that you all said. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, creating meeting free times is big, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we spend, and I feel like if now that m so many of us are working virtually, it's almost like the meetings have become like th there's more of them. I don't know. They seem to have just <laughs> multiplied like mushrooms. I don't know what happened, but definitely specifically carving out meeting free days. Or if you can't do that, that's not feasible for every company. Fine, but definitely meeting free times, yeah. right? Like make the company make lunch hour a lunch hour, mm. right? Try not to schedule meetings, let's say between yeah. 12 and, and two, if, the, if, if that's possible. Okay, right? now now I'm going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. If it's a lunch and learn, inspirational. <laughs> okay, let's just start there. No, <laughs> it's a lunch and lunch. <laughs> it's a lunch and lunch. It is, it is le legally apart from anything else. You are entitled to your lunch time. Yeah. This is just me personally. I do not want to lunch and learn. I want to lunch and just lunch. <laughs> I want to lunch and walk. I want to yes. lunch and yoga. Yeah. I want to lunch and decompress. I want to yeah. lunch and meditate. I do not want yeah. to lunch and learn. Yes. Right? Okay. I have spent, okay. I mean, I'm sure between us, we have thousands of hours spent in school and on various courses. That's now I'm not saying that I don't want to learn. Mm. I just don't want to do it during my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> True. And True. yeah, that, that's, that's just my stance on it. And so, of course, every company has its own culture, but maybe we examine that. I mean, we're talking about how to really infuse self-care into the culture and into the fabric of, of an organization. That could be a step to do that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And even like, for example, I'm saying this now, but just imagine you as an employee saying something like that like in, in your company, right? That you work for. Um, a lot of employees would be really hesitant to say that for fear of retaliation, mm. right? Yeah. And so that's another aspect of creating a culture of, of safety and self-care yeah. is right. you have to create a culture where it is safe for your employees mm -hmm. to say things that go against the grain, yeah. to, to say and voice things that you as leadership might not have thought of, might not even really agree with, but why not take a minute, pause, sit with what the employees are saying mm -hmm. and, um, and, and pivot if, yeah. if need be. But mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Oh, it, it's so funny because when it was when I was preparing for this, one of my notes was insist that people take their lunch. Right. <laughs> it's well, you did that. You can check that off. <laughs> yes, I mean, how many, how how many, um, yeah. how many of us just spent hours and hours just constantly working, not taking a break? Your body just gets uh, cramped into that seated position. Yeah. Your hips are achy. Your hips and back are achy when you get up. You know, you have no energy, and you could really do a lot just by you know, take taking your lunch, and yeah. you know, leadership needs to really give permission and um as clara said lead by example yeah. right definitely lead by example so lead by example by taking your your vacation and making sure that your employees know that it's okay for them to take theirs mm -hmm. lead by example by taking your lunch hour and letting your employees know that it's okay for them to take theirs so definitely leading by example mm -hmm. i'm gonna take it a, a notch for everybody because mm -hmm. um um, I know that Lisa is doing DEI. I know that Christina sometimes dibble dabbles on DEI. And I know that Claire has her own perspective on the DEI space. When it comes to self-care, one thing that I do, what I must do, I've discovered, I've rediscovered um, emotional freedom techniques. Oh, I love Sometimes that. with the work that I do, and as an empath, I hear a lot, but I, I can also feel a lot. Hmm. Um, Sometimes you hear things that you are thinking this is dehumanizing and it's too much. 
to prevent myself to soak in all that yuckiness and all the nastiness, I have to tap tap some of the stress away because otherwise mm. I bring it back into mm-hmm. my body. I bring it back to me and I, I'm not leaving it where it's supposed to be. Um, in the past, I used to be a fan or I'm still a fan of kickboxing, but I'm, I'm not that, you know, a fan of going back to the to the gym and spent so many time with so many sweating people if the vents are I'm I'm deflecting a little bit but (laughs) I want I want to go go back to the gym though because kickboxing was my way of dealing with things and dealing with the negativity dealing with the stress but also kickboxing for me it's mindfulness it brings Mm -hmm. me back to where I want to be and how can I deal with this thing? And it causes me to be more resilient as well. Yeah, I run and it helps (laughs) a lot. You know, it's a personal Mm -hmm. goal. And so, you Mm -hmm. know, always Tybo at home. You got YouTube, you know, your own, they got like the stand-up version. You don't have to go anywhere. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and you can also find, you know, to your point, Vivian, finding someone to to speak to, you know, when you have your go-to people, it's always something that helps as well. And and this is something I noticed also during the pandemic is, you know... You know who you can count on, but some sometimes mm-hmm. you're also the person others can count on, and it helps you a lot. I mean, that was yeah. something else I learned. Being there for others, it also helps you, you know, even digesting that whole yuckiness you were speaking about. Exactly. Uh, just taking that time, and it all comes back to that again, is, is pausing and taking the time and let things take their course, right? Because there's just so much you can influence, and sometimes just being there and, and, and letting it flow or letting it go sometimes you also come come to the decision what needs to be done after that instead of stressing yourself and forcing yourself and so on and so forth so i think yeah. talking is also good find your go-to people if you have your you know your sisters or <laughs> whatever it is or your mom i don't know your best friend just just take the time it doesn't mean that you have to speak every day with that person but you know they're always there and you're also there for them so that helps mm-hmm. a lot yeah, I do have I some that. people that I use as my 911 resource. Mm-hmm. And I also disclosed before uh, starting the show today, I disclosed that this show literally saved me during the pandemic because mm-hmm. um, working as a DEI consultant, it can be very lonely. And also, who, who do you turn to, right? Mm-hmm. When you are in a situation where you're dealing with something, mm-hmm. uh, realizing, finding out that there are so many more of us that need that connectivity, but also need to understand when you're dealing with a challenging situation, we understand where you're going through instead of turning it back to Mm -hmm. the others. And just having this conversation, um, three years ago, I would never have dreamt me doing this and me having this conversation. I sometimes feel um, not only honored, but I feel... um, I feel grateful, gratitude, and I don't know if the word privilege is the right word, but I feel very honored Mm. to have these conversations and add them into my growth mindset, add them into the learning and development, add them into a way to not only uh, help myself grow, but also other people that are listening as well, because one of the things that I missed out on is keep continuing with learning, keep having these conversations. And the more that we create an atmosphere where people can grow and activate their growth mindset, but also learn and develop, that's where creativity comes from. That's where innovation comes from. And that's where collaboration from all over the world comes from, right? So to me, it's an honor to do this and to have this conversation, but also without this and during the lockdown, I don't know if I, how I would have thrived. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, um, well, my sister and I have a, a podcast, as you know, mm-hmm. and um, what we, which we, like you, started during during the pandemic and we had, mm-hmm. we had spoken about it for years, right? 
oh, we're going to do something together. We're going to collaborate. And, you know, it happened during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But like you, um, we and we are happy and grateful, of course, that people listen in, right? Yeah. Very, very happy and grateful. Uh, but there's a part of it where it's, it's also just for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so I, I so understand where you're coming from, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we get to, we, we, we chat, we catch up with each other. She, um, lives in Barbados and I live in, in Jersey, you know, so, mm. right. So, you know, we get to catch up with each other's lives. Um, and we've always been very close. So of course there's that sister talk, um, you know, and just like that communication, commiseration, connection is just mm-hmm. so lovely and, and so necessary. And I don't know if pre pandemic we realized Mm-hmm. How much you missed that, it. Yeah. Right, yeah. How much we, like, it's a need. Like, yes. you, you yes. actually need it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's no, yeah. no longer just, just a, a nice to have, you know? Would we have survived this pandemic Ugh. without technology? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember saying, maybe. Thank God for Netflix. I'm like, <laughs> what would we be doing? <laughs> you know? Just the enjoyable things, you know, tapping mm. into those podcasts and YouTube channels and, yeah. you know, going yeah. into the creative things that, you know, mm. outlets. And I was going to say after Lisa said what she said, there is something so beautiful about having an idea, a seed and doing process, a little process, that process. And it comes to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I did that. Even if it was a podcast episode or one episode of Let's Humanize the Workplace. Like, I I thought of it, I worked on it and I did that. Mm -hmm. And that itself is building enough, you know, Mm -hmm. to help carry through some challenges. And it's it's adding to your self-care bank, right? Because um, Mm -hmm. when we look at self-care, the least what what I've been hearing is People think that self-care needs to be an hour or it needs to be, you know, a, takes a lot of time. But when you reserve, and I, I since Amplify DEI, the, um, when I launched the, the last Amplify DEI, one thing that I gifted myself before the day of the launch, I went to a massage. Oh, and the woman lives like 10 minutes away from me. And realizing that she's also spiritual, which is for me, it's like a bonus. So having that massage and, and even though the, the day itself amplified EI, but also the days after it was hectic, I felt very calm. I felt like I could take over the world. I could take on the world. And then afterwards, and I, I told her this, I don't know what you did, but it really resetted my energy and since then i'm just like i need her like every month that's for me that's a gift that i'm giving so that it extends Mm -hmm. to at least a few weeks and then i go back again so self-care is not saying no to other people it's about saying no to other people but more about saying yes to yourself and what Mm -hmm. are you going to do to say yes more Mm -hmm. to yourself after my event, Vivian, because I understand, mm. <laughs> I, you know, my, yeah. in the budget, because sometimes you have to budget for whatever exactly. there is. She was not giving that massage for free. No, nope. <laughs> so nope. you had to budget for a babysitter or massages yeah. or whatever. I went to the local plant nursery, I'm a plant mm-hmm. lady, and I got like some of the biggest, oh, most I love luxurious, that. lush plants that I could find. Plants that normally, if I was being skimpy on myself, I wouldn't go and get. But as part of my self celebration, I mm. went and got the plants I really wanted. Mm. You know the ones. Mm. And yeah. so that for me, you know, my entire family is like, they know, don't touch my my greenery. You know, that's part <laughs> of my like, I love that. Don't touch it. <laughs> you know, even the three year old mm-hmm. knows this is mommy's, you know, this is my stuff. Like, they knock something over and they all look at each other like, oh, you're going to die. You know, <laughs> my, my thing, you know, and I think yeah. everybody deserves to have a thing that's theirs, yeah. you know, that you mm-hmm. carve yeah. that out, you know, in all the heckiness mm-hmm. of the world to make it yeah. yours, whether it's massages or plants or coffee uninterrupted, you know, yeah. it should all be, you know, designed around you. Be a little selfish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but selfish is, is self-care is not selfish. 
I feel right? like it can be. And well, selfish, selfish, selfish. No, I but think I know, think it is that selfish is not necessarily pejorative. Mm. Yes, you can turn exactly. That's well said. It is not necessarily pejorative. I think mm. I think um, selfishness in in this kind of frame is a mm -hmm. wonderful thing. Absolutely, yeah. it can be absolutely be you. selfish and put yourself first. Yeah, mm. because because learning every time, learning every time you do that, you you it's a mark to yourself to your being yeah. that you yeah. that you respect yourself that you exactly. honor yourself you, you honor yourself. yourself that yes. you matter to you yes. you yes. can't matter to anybody else before you matter you know to that yourself. this conversation is going to be played out in my mind like i'm going to let that marinate because i'm hearing lisa i'm hearing christina i'm hearing claire and i'm just like <laughs> mind blown right now i just want to i just want to make a comment uh mm -hmm. michael is sharing something about kishana palmer has a great talk called debunking the superwoman complex let's make let's make the commitment and start deactivating this i know mm -hmm. that we as women we can do a lot but we are not superman or superwoman or super who we are just ourselves so anytime that somebody's saying you're strong, yes, I am. But no, I cry, I laugh, I, I hurt as well. Mm -hmm. And we need to acknowledge that as well. Because yeah. in the past, it reminds me of uh, when I was younger or 10 years ago, people kept hitting me on my left arm saying, Vivian, Vivian. And I'm just like punching them back oh. saying, it hurts. If a hundred people do that over and over again, eventually my left arm, it was hurting me. I was just like, I can't deal with that anymore. I am tall. I am strong. But that doesn't mean that you have to use me as a, you know, your mini punching bag. I'm not that kind I, of a rock. So be mindful of that yes. as well. Yeah, I, I am a fan. Look, I, I am over the strong black woman and I am into the delicate black girl, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you can you and you can frame it however you want, black girl, black woman, or whatever. But um, we know that we're strong, like you said, mm, yes, right? We, yeah. we we know that. But we it is okay for us to be delicate. It is okay mm. for us to be taken care of. It is okay for us to be yeah. pri prioritized by others as well, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's okay for us to be put first. Yeah. You know what? I am not. It's like, no, I let let me be a damsel, please. You know, I know I know what I'm capable of. I don't need rescuing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. still treat me delicately. Yeah. And I, I've noticed how so many women share about the pat the generations before us, you know, and it's almost a thing of, you know, our grandmothers, our aunts, yeah. you know, we yeah. always saw them as these epic stoic women, you know. They are. In they a way are. they are. And they are. Yeah. yeah. And then in conjunction with that, I, I have four boys and have a little girl. She was eleven. Aww. But I look at them and I think to myself. Do I want my daughter to grow up and treat herself like I treat myself? Her mother taking yeah. time. Does she see her mm -hmm. mom resting? Does yeah. she see her mom leaving the house yes. alone with no one yeah. with her to yeah. hear silence because that's beautiful? Yeah. And then my sons are gonna grow up and be somebody's husband one day, right? Yeah. Somebody's husband. And mm -hmm. I think to myself, they need to know that women rest. They yes. need to women need help with kids. They need to know that some days she's not in the mood. She's hormonal and mad. <laughs> oh, go wherever you need to go. You know, they need to see that in in my husband and myself. And then you see how I treat myself so that yeah. they understand sometimes women are just not here for it. Mm -hmm. And, to, you know, as men, they need to step up inside the home and fuel that as well. And so if they don't see it, though, everything that we say, oh, rest, you know, like uh, Lisa says, rest is resistance and all of these it's just a moot point. It's like washing yeah. down the drain if they don't see it with their own eyes. Yeah. Self-care has to be a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. it has to be oh, yes. I'm yes. choosing me. I'm choosing you guys okay. too, right? Like yeah. we're all being chosen yeah. in yeah. equal yeah. fashion. Not mm -hmm. you guys more than me while I'm suffering or I'm exactly. exhausted and worn out. That's it. Mm -hmm. I think they need to see it. It has to be yeah. daily. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I like oh, that the example thing, right? Yeah. Again, leading by example. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I really love what you're saying, Lisa. Uh, sorry, Christina, being an example for for your kids mm -hmm. as well, and for boys especially, because here obviously yeah. we're all girl women, <laughs> but it's true that you know everybody needs to see that. And self care is just not only for for women, but it's for everybody. And it's it's also about trusting that you know what you need, right? And you need yeah. to attend to that. You know, wh yeah. whether you're a boy, you're a girl, you're whatever it is. And that's what counts most because once you're also, you know, in balance with yourself, that's mm -hmm. where you can also be, you know, good by interacting with others. And I think what you're doing is really great to be the example to your kids. Yeah. I love that. And I want to leave the conversation with just a final, a final thing, because um, I mentioned before that it's winter season in the whole world right now. Mm -hmm. And in the winter, when you look at animals, some animals are hibernating some animals are you know taking things slower how come we are thinking that we have a duracell batteries <laughs> where we can go a hundred percent sometimes 200 percent, and then at the end of the day feel like i'm tired i don't have the energy please think about you know, taking taking care of yourself, but also think about in what season are you residing? Mm -hmm. Is it winter season? Mm -hmm. Maybe Not I need that. to slow down a little bit. Maybe I mm -hmm. need to take more care of myself and yeah. realize that you don't have the energy because the sun is hiding. Mm -hmm. We need our vitamin D as well. So take care. Mm -hmm. If you feel a little bit sluggish or out of yourself, go and contact your, your practitioner go and contact the doctor because it's not you. There might be something else in the air which you need to take care of. But do keep in mind that you need to check up on yourself, but also check in with other people. Mm -hmm. That's important as well. So Love thank that. you, Queens, for making oh, this conversation good. happen. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank I you. also want to uh, share something which is upcoming week as well. And then I need to share my, my screen for that. Um, I have a conversation with Indeed very soon about this amazing project they did, Rising Voices. And it's a collaboration with Amplify DEI, where a project that was by Lena Waithe, a collaboration with Lena Waithe and Indeed, we are going to have a conversation upcoming Thursday. So if you want to know more, please check out uh, this link. Check out bit.ly, Amplify DEI, and you'll find more information. And I want to also highlight the guests as well. Uh, so don't forget, look at Indeed's Rising Voices uh, with Amplify DEI. But I also want to highlight my guests for today because the things that they shared, the valuable nuggets that they shared, I mean, people, managers, HR, leaders, watch this replay or listen back because there is definitely something out there for you to take better care of yourself, but also you cannot lead without your team. So think about your team members. What can you do to amplify self-care within your team as well? So thank you for watching and I'm seeing a comment Somebody sharing. I don't know who it is. I'm sorry that I cannot see your name, but thank you for sharing this. This is such a great conversation and thank you everyone. So thank you. Until next time in over two weeks. Thank you everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye.